Every successful business, big or small, depends on the skills and motivation of their workforce. And in today's highly competitive world of business, every employee counts. That's why we're here, to help you find better. Welcome to the Monster Hiring Podcast, featuring expert advice on how to hire, lead, and motivate your workforce, and keep yourself motivated. I'm Connie Blazik, editor of the Monster Resource Center. Thanks for tuning in. I invite you to visit our library of resources at hiring.monster.com. A lower unemployment rate is good for the economy, of course, but the increased demand for talent can wreak havoc on recruiters and staffing professionals. In this podcast, we hear about some of the challenges facing the staffing industry today and 2016 trends. Stay tuned. Back in 2008, the Great Recession took a big hit on the staffing industry, decreasing the demand for talent across many, if not most, industries. And while the current economic recovery has improved that situation, it's generated new challenges for staffing. To better understand the current and future challenges in the staffing industry, we spoke with Jay Rogers. Jay is Vice President of Recruiting at Ronstad, the second largest staffing company in the world. He works with the company's engineering division, part of Ronstad's parent company. In our conversation, Jay spoke about some of the most difficult recruitment issues that Ronstadt has recently faced, including the extended amount of time that it often takes to fill a job, which then impacts the candidate's availability. Twelve months ago, uh, we saw uh, here at Ronstadt Engineering, it was 63 days uh, from the time we would get a job order until the time a candidate would start. And... We were losing a lot of good candidates. That's just too long. So we've worked very closely with our clients. Um, We've got that down um, in the last three months to 43 days. Um, But in my opinion, that's still too long. Uh, People, um, when they get ready to go, they're ready to go. And uh, we have to let our human resources partners and our hiring manager partners know. um, They have to know what they want and they have to move quicker. But the two two biggest reasons that uh, candidates aren't starting is um, they, that what we see is they took another job. So they accepted a job uh, with one company, but they were in the process with other companies. And before um, the client company of ours could get them started, they got another offer uh, for more money many times or closer to home or, or, or whatnot. Um, then the second um, biggest reason we're seeing is uh, counter offers. Um, so their current employer uh, finds out that they're uh, going somewhere else, and and then they offer them more money. Um, are these trends likely to continue in 2016? Um, yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, the demand for professionals in in engineering, IT, accounting, finance, healthcare um, is going to continue to rise. Um, the uh, supply, um, you know, is going to be relatively constant. A lot of people retiring, but not enough people coming into the workforce uh, uh, out of school. Um, and it would encourage everybody to look at Ronstadt's website, um, ronstadusa.com. It has a lot of really good information for clients, candidates, recruiters, um, uh, under the section, uh, section of Workforce 360. There's just a lot of information um, that they can see uh, trending uh, in the staffing industry. This is an intense situation on many levels. 
uh, it's kind of astounding, really. Um, would we define this then, uh, this current market, uh, recruiting market, as a, the candidate, a candidate's market? But, you know, kind of goes back and forth. Is this a time when it clearly is in the, the candidate's court? Yes, and if you were to ask any one of my recruiters, they would they would absolutely tell you that uh, uh, it is a candidate's market. We're we're um, uh, the, the the folks that are actively looking that, that go up on the job boards um, are just getting lots and lots of phone calls. Um, they're getting um, a candidate, uh, a, a controls engineer, um, for example, could put their resume up on Monday. Uh, by Wednesday, you have two or three phone interviews, and by Friday, you have you know a couple face-to-face interviews scheduled. Um, so, it, in particular skill sets, not every skill set, but in the high-demand skill sets, um, th- those people are very much sought after. Uh, they have several different options. So, so yes, it is a candidate's market. What is uh, the responsibility or the onus uh, for employers to somehow rethink? maybe the way that they're managing their current workforce or current job skills. Uh, I'm, I'm wondering what are some of the solutions here to, to build out that pipeline that's going to address this um, dearth of, of skills that is going to go on, I would think, for years to come. They're going to have to get more creative um, and loosen up the constraints on, on some of the positions. I know our clients would prefer... Um, to have a 100% uh, match, you know, someone that can, can come in and, and, and get productive right away. Um, but that's going to be increasingly harder to do. Um, so we, we've got to look at the current workforce and see what skills are transferable, engage with those people, and, and get those going. Uh, then we also have to um, engage uh, with students um, in Ronstadt, uh, has a partnership with Nepris right now. Uh, Nepris is a it's a web-based um, uh, solution for uh, teachers and industry professionals uh, to connect uh, and then give relevant topics. So, so you might have an engineer giving a, um, a a topic for a math class on hey, here's what you're learning, and then this is how you're going to apply it uh, in the real world. And the the goal there is to help educators give students, you know, the, the pathway for these STEM jobs, which, which is a good pathway. I mean, the demand's going to be good, and they're higher-paying higher jobs. Um, so we're real proud of that. So we've got to engage the students of today. We've got to engage the, 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 the current workforce that we have, but then be more flexible in doing that. Um, and then, you know, at some point in time, uh, if, if we can't get our own supply up, then, then companies are probably going to have to look um, to bring in more people uh, from out of country uh, with, with those skill sets. A lot of recruiting now in the process seems to require a lot of consciousness, whereas maybe at one time it seemed more, uh, a little more formulaic. Is that an is that a, a incorrect assumption that I'm making? Mm, it's... Um, well, I mean, yeah, recruiting has definitely um, e- evolved, um, and, and in the you, we talked earlier about it being a candidate's market right now versus a client's market, um, and that pendulum does swing um, back and forth. Um, but 
you know, the successful recruiters that I've seen uh, are, you know, excellent communicators. And, and when I say excellent communicators, they, they not only can talk, but they listen, um, and then they find out what those true um, desires for, for employment are from a candidate. Um, and today, uh, you know, it it is a little tougher to dig that out sometimes, um, and because I think recruiters are, are, you know, they're they're tasked with all these different KPIs and these number of calls they have to make and all. But um, recruiters need to slow down a little bit. And um, you know, we talked about fall off rates. You know, uh, uh, someone that said they're going to start and then they ended up not starting. Um, we might have missed something because we rushed the conversation with the candidate. Um, we have to understand. This is a huge decision for an individual. Um, this is where they're going to spend, you know, 40, 50 hours a week uh, of, of their life, <laughs> you know, 50 weeks a year. Um, so, so we really need um, to put our listening skills uh, on uh, better and up front versus in the end. Um, now, you know, because I, I just really think um, – too many recruiters just go too transactional, uh, if that makes sense. You mentioned social media before, how it's become big player in this whole recruiting process. Do you see that continuing in, in 2016? I do, um, uh, especially um, especially for the passive candidates. Um, you know, the, the active candidates are, are get, like we said earlier, are getting lots and lots of, of calls, but um, people go through um, uh, active uh, states of looking and then passive states, and then in, in those passive states, um, you know, client companies uh, and recruiting companies need to um, be putting those, those, those little hints out there um, wherever someone's at, whether they're, you know, on LinkedIn, uh, Facebook, or, or, or whatever medium, um, where the candidate is starting to see that because, you know, people get in in a window of opportunity. They might be thinking about a job, and then they stop thinking about changing jobs. And then they, you know, one reason or another, um, that interest will peak, and, and we see a lot of that happen in uh, the December-January time frame. I guess people are at home, and they're really evaluating uh, their current situation, and, and they're wanting to know, um you know, is there something better out there? Is there a better job for me? Um, and we have to be constantly messaging in there, and we have to teach our recruiters. Um, and Deanna Jacobson with um, with Ronstadt is doing a really great job for us, helping us train our recruiters on the different ways to search some of these social platforms um, so we can be building a pipeline of candidates um, that aren't ready to go today, but in the next two, three, four, five, six months, we'll be ready to go then. So social media is allowing uh, this creation of the talent pipeline that we, we mentioned earlier and sort of having having a queue, right? It's the same thing as with the sales salespeople. They have a funnel, right? You have to have a funnel that's stocked. Otherwise, you don't have a business. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and you know it, it. It's really helpful. I mean, here at Ronstadt, we have so many folks to 
to help us with that funnel and with all that content and um, and these landing pages uh, and then video creations, all these different things that when those passive people do click on, um, uh, you know, uh, an ad or, or, or a hint and then they go over to a landing page, um, you know, your messaging has to be there and, and it, has, it has to be, you know, spot on uh, and timely. Well, we talked a lot about the challenges that are uh, facing the staffing industry and recruiters. What are some of the opportunities that you see ahead in 2016? Oh, it, um, you know, it, it yes, it's, it's going to be harder to, to, to find uh, candidates, but um, uh, it, we look at that as, as not only a challenge, but an opportunity. So we have to uh, think about uh, the speed and the quality and the quantity of our delivery. Um, we have to uh, engage with our clients more closely um, to, in the beginning of the process, uh, to help them, you know, identify what it is that they actually want, not what they think they want, but what it is they actually want, so that when we queue these things up, uh, all these different marketing campaigns, email campaigns, calls, and uh, different things, we want to be able um, to get the right candidates in quickly um, and have them interview quickly uh, and then get them placed quickly. The, the companies that can do that are, are going to be very successful. Um, I know that, that I spend a lot of my waking hours thinking about just those things. Um, and then also um, the, other, the other opportunities I see are just getting those right channels um, set up uh, in, in the whole marketing mix, you know, because we all have limited budgets uh, to work with. Um, and uh, we, we want to be sure that we're maximizing those resources um, to, get, to get those right channels so we can and, – and those vary by skill set and industry. Um, our, uh, our IT uh, division, uh, you know, has different channels than our finance and accounting and our engineering. You know, it's where – studying where those candidates go to look. So we have to um, – we have to use that big data – uh, to, to look at where these folks are, to set up these social channels to get in, but then also when we've got them in the workforce, uh, we need all those things, all those different uh, um, things to keep people engaged and, and going forward. You've been really generous with your time and on, um, so much great expertise. One last thought or question to uh to end this, I want to make clear, we're not the Make-A-Wish Foundation here, but I do want to give you the opportunity, if you were granted one wish for 2016 in terms of the staffing industry, what would it be? Oh, just one. So, so <laughs> Okay. Um, I, uh, part of my job is, as the VP of Recruiting is, is to make it as, as efficient and easy as possible for my recruiters um, to find candidates to fill position. And I, I just wish I could wave a magic wand and there was one tool that was there that um, we talk about big data, right, where uh, my recruiters could go in and perform a search and would search not only my database but all the other databases and all the social <laughs> uh areas and then would bring in to one screen all the candidates, you know, based on all these wonderful things, uh, the 
uh, that there were that job title, they're in this location, they're in this salary range, they're active, they're passive, and we just stack rank them up there where then we could email them, text them, <laughs> call them, and, uh, and, and just get that speed of delivery quicker. So, so that's my one wish, a tool, a tool like that. And I think the other part of that is to have the employer make the decision to hire the person more quickly. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Make those decisions uh, quicker, and, and, um, and that will help. Jay Rogers, thank you so much for speaking with us. Connie, thank you. I appreciate you having me on today. Jay Rogers is Vice President of Engineering Recruitment at Ronstadt. Thanks again to Jay Rogers, Vice President of Engineering Recruitment at Ronstadt, the second largest staffing company in the world. To read a transcript of this conversation, visit the Monster Resource Center at hiring.monster.com. That's hiring.monster.com and look for our podcast page, where you'll find an article on 2016 staffing trends, as well as a special offer for Monster Podcast listeners who are looking to find better. I'm Connie Blazik. Thank you for listening.